2: Maybe you've considered a sleep number bed, but you thought you couldn't afford one. I can understand. But can you really afford another restless night's sleep? There's never been a better time to save on proven quality sleep. During the Memorial Day sale, a Queen 360 smart bed starts at only 999.
0: 575 sleep number stores nationwide. Yeah. Find the nearest one for you at sleepnumber.com slash ham. Guy, that's sleepnumber.com. Slash,
2: Uh, We came out to uh, OTAs today. A lot of guys we didn't see. I mean, a lot of guys we did see. Uh, Jimmy. Jimmy running around. Richard Sherman. Remember last year we came, Richard was just hanging out. This year he was yelling at the fake official. Because yeah. he didn't call an offsides on an illegal shift,
0: and then he just mugged the dude off the line. Yeah, he had a
2: pass break up, and I did watch him. I did think with Richard, could he be better this year than it was last year? Is he just too? Is the well, Achilles He was pretty good last year, and he was pretty good. And I thought he made a play in OTAs today that I didn't see him make. Now, obviously, he wasn't in OTAs last year, but even in the preseason last year, breaking on a ball didn't catch it, but uh, broke on a ball that I thought was going to be a completed pass. So, you know, no Nick Bosa, no Hurd. No, a lot of people. No, Fred Warner. Jimmy, Jimmy, we the, had the other Jimmy, broken collarbone. Yeah, Jimmy Ward. Yeah, although uh, Robert Sala went to the mat. Your bald brother went to the mat. Jimmy Ward's gonna have a good year this year. He said a lot of. He faith. also
0: claimed that he wouldn't have broken his collarbone if the, maybe he did he throw
2: his shoulder into someone. Maybe it was more than he
0: felt. Yeah, he did. Because really I, I thought it was more like arm out hit. Maybe it wasn't hit the like ground. Maybe he, it was just a collision.
2: Yeah, he didn't – Chris Biederman asked he him He like it him. wasn't
0: necessarily a freak deal. It was well, just a collision.
2: He said multiple times, you know, we teach our guys to keep
0: their feet. So he didn't want to throw in another guy under the bus? Maybe. Here's the problem. My, my number one takeaway today, I agree, Richard Sherman looks good. But if, like, the Raptors, for example, they have Kawhi. And then everyone else, somewhat of a question mark. So you just try to avoid Kawhi. So if Kawhi's checking Steph, they're going to go to Clay. Right? If Kawhi's checking Clay, they'll just go to Steph. Right. Well, if Richard Sherman is on one side, you are – you bet your ass you're just looking the other side 24-7. And granted, that's what happened last year. And I know Robert Solace, I mean, got his back a little bit, but Adrian Colbert – no, not Adrian Colbert, Witherspoon. He called him Spoon. Spoon, yeah. Like that's – you're just going to get a lot of action. Which is – if you're a good player, fuck. You, you start making them pay and then they can't just go at you all the time. But right now, Richard, I mean, is he going to see – Average of five balls a game, no chance right now. Because if you're even if you're a nickel, I don't even know who their nickel corner is. It won't matter because they're going to go after that guy and they're going to after Spoon. Spoon, I like that. Good nickname. That is. Because uh, last year he had some moments where it was like, oh, I mean, this is, we're just going
2: to lose. Kind of giving up on him.
0: Well, no, I'm just saying like you, they were just going at him every play and he couldn't do anything. And if you're not going to get any pressure, which I think is a big. Number one thing, Robert, I felt like the message was, like, yeah. we're just going to try to kick your ass up front.
2: Yeah, the game is dominated by big men, he said. <laughs> Who are talented. Who are talented. He did say, and like this was something, he wasn't asked, like, is Solomon Thomas going to step it up? But he made a comment that felt like something that he said he thinks Solomon Thomas will reach the, like, uh, he'll finally see the, what did he say, it'll come to fruition, what everyone has hoped for, for Solomon Thomas this year. I
0: thought I didn't see him out there today because I didn't really go that close to the D lineman like up close. But I thought last week, just standing close to him, he was he looked a little thinner. I thought that today. He just looked a little more
2: I like that. more of a defensive defense. I end. thought that today for sure.
0: So, and when I think the they talk a lot about the wide nine, that kind of gives me the chills. In Philly, we dream had, team. We had both the ends at wide nine, so you had two guys: the out Jason like, Babin, one, you know, and who's you know, it was the other? Babin, like Trent Cole. But both your defensive linemen are like, they could high-five the corner. Right. Well, here, I think they still, on the one side, kind of go old. Like, the wide nine is basically now, I guess, just the Leo. So, the Leo, who was already kind of over the tight end, is now just, you know, not on the inside. He's just way out there. He just kind of gets to just go. And just the wide nine, the scheme, is you just fucking go. (laughs) And that was always the knock. Well, yeah, you're always going upfield. You can get nailed with draws. You can nail with screens. You can get just, like, out of position really easily. It's not the most just in tune if you don't have the talent. Now, like, Philly last year, they kind of run it. And their defensive line in the last couple years, you'd say, is one of the better in the league, right? Yeah. But, granted, they got, you know, Fletcher Cox. I mean, they got all these players. I mean, I can't even think of the rest. They got a lot of good players. Uh, you know, they had Bennett last year. But they, they were even able to get guys like Haloti. Like, everyone can work in that scheme. Because it's a defensive lineman's drill. You don't have to – or dream. You just – All I'm doing is when the ball snapped, is going upfield. You're actually playing the pass, reacting to the run. And it got me thinking when he was talking, I asked this question trying to be a big Jay Giorno. Like, when we did it, people still ran the ball a lot. And I think you still run it. But, like, there's not – how many teams have
2: fullbacks now? Like,
0: really, run it down your throat. Right. Now teams, like, they want to pass. So.
2: He accepted your premise. I think it does. That the league has evolved into – offensively, into – Kind of the teeth of what would be a wide nine defense.
0: Now, when you're playing really good teams, they'll just check to a run if they think they had a big hole because it does on the wide nine side when you have this just gaping hole. Your linebackers just kind of there. Yeah. Where if the linemen get on them early, or if the running back makes a miss, it's a 15 yard gasher.
2: The other thing you can do is it can be it can look like what are we doing? I thought it was really interesting. He got asked a question about um, could pressure. He, could he play right now? He looks fucking huge. Yeah, he, I mean. He looks bigger, first of all, like
0: like jacked. Yeah, his arms look bigger. Yeah, he looks big.
2: His calves look like his his vert has got to be like thirty seven and a half inches.
0: He looks sweet. But he's carrying a lot of weight. He's got. A, he looks the part. He's not yeah. your typical like fifty five year old chubby coach.
2: No, very clean shave on the top, and he's got like the 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 even though he's very cleanly shaven on the face, he's got like that good shadow. <laughs> it
0: looks. I'm jealous. Here's the it thing looks though. Looks fantastic. And I bet he tell you this. He doesn't have to shave his head every day because he's so tan. He could probably go a day or a day and a half where the, the stubble on the side and same with his face. He looks like he's going to shave his face every day. You can't
2: totally see it. Yeah. Um, how, does t- how do you stay that tan? I, <laughs> I thought he said something really interesting because somebody asked why, who, and remind me if you remember who asked it, but why? Oh, I think it was David Lombardi from The Athletic. He said your pressure number. Oh, the
0: 17 percentages pass rush. Well, yeah, but
2: this was. He's a Stanford guy. He's smart. The answer was really interesting. Because the question was, you guys got – the the numbers say you got pressure on the quarterback, but that you didn't get quarterback hits, and you got even fewer sacks. Like, why? Why? Because well, you're, you're saying not, the percentages say they got a lot of pressure last the year? The percentage said they got pressure, but I don't know if it was a lot relative to the league, but it was more pressure than they got hits and way more pressure than they got sacks. In other yeah. words, it looked like they were back there, but then they didn't They should have place. been
0: near the top, and That's they were near, near the bottom. Right,
2: and his thing was like, well – one of the one of the reasons that pressure stat is misleading and he and I thought like he was about to defend them and then he didn't. Like he kind of said, Here's what we don't do Kind well. of fucking genius, huh? Yeah. He's like, Well, one thing that happens is we only saw whatever what did he say? Like thirty quick passes yeah. or something so like whereas, quick screens yeah, and quick slants. Whereas stuff. the Cowboys or the the Chargers, uh who's another team he mentioned? Did he say Jacksonville? Yeah. Even though I thought they had a bad year of pass rushing, but maybe But he they said defense yeah. but maybe that's part of the but, point. But they were feared. Maybe this is part of the yeah. point, right? He's like when you're when you're best when you an their defense thinks line. you're gonna get after them. Yeah. It was genius. He's like, those teams faced a hundred of those quick pass plays that we only saw like thirty of. So our, so we're facing guys in longer routes, we're facing maybe five step drops instead of three or one step drops. And so yeah, we're getting pressure because the quarterback's holding the ball longer. Doesn't it show you like I think most people, and especially I thought that wasn't like, that
0: fascinating. The, the deep, like analytical people on Twitter think these people are just meatheads in the NFL. We're smarter. Like the stuff that they're just casually talking about, shit like that would be like. you know what made me think about when he dropped Jacksonville? The fact that he came? like is he watching all these other teams? Well, I just think that they they go do such deep dives on self scouting relative to the other teams in the league that are good at certain things, like Jacksonville. What he would tell you right now. Yeah, Jacksonville was middle of the road. Most people thought their defensive line jumped, but, you know, backed off. The entire league feared their entire front four every game. Every offensive coordinator went into that game. They didn't give a shit what the numbers said. They went, we don't know if we can block these guys all game. So our game plan, because to me that's kind of like our game plan going in. When we play the Cowboys, they got defensive linemen. We talked about them last year because I remember, like, guy, I hate the Cowboys. And then yeah, by midseason, season, that's I'm like, right. this team is
2: sweet. Yeah, we did a 180 on this. Because their team.
0: defensive line was just – it, 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 it's just the speed in which they played, well, you can't do five seven step drop. they'll kill you. so you just run the quick screens and the quick passes. It was genius. i I would imagine that these stuff that the coaches talk about is so much more in depth than just like the average social media given Twitter and our conversations yeah. and even myself, yeah. sometimes like they they really are the information that they have at hand now. But like that stuff, like that. I think the the stuff they
2: think about was like that was genius, guy. Yeah. <laughs> but he, but you know what? He it makes a lot of sense. He's not, um, he's not like waving his arms around and making a bunch of facial expressions. But every time Robert Sala talks, he does give you some nugs. He does say some stuff. Like nice. he's really interesting. I'm, I'm some a insight. fan. Yeah. Um, well, he's,
0: I mean, again, he could be working on like Wall Street. He didn't need this. You know, he's a smart guy. Yeah. Who just looks like a middle linebacker in the NFL. I, I, I do think. Because the biggest question mark, if Jimmy's healthy, you go, well, Jimmy and Kyle will be fine. They'll figure it out, regardless if they got four wide receivers that look like Haberman and Middlecoff because their receivers aren't very big. Uh, You go, there is some pressure on this defensive coordinator and just the unit. Like, are they just going to play better? Are they going to be some games where Jimmy's off and they can just kind of wreck shop? Can they have some of those moments? Because last year, like, you remember this time last year, most people thought, like, you know what? Seattle Seahawks might be competing next year for the number one overall pick. And then it turns out, no, actually they won't. They're going to make the playoffs. They
2: got their shit together. Because
0: even on games like when Russell was off, you just watch their defense. And I I think you see it out there with Richard. There's a mindset when you play for that team. They're trying to hurt you. Not like literally send you to the hospital, but like inflict pain. Can this defense – because I think that's what they want to do, right? They want their defensive line to just overwhelm people. Richard's kind of a tone setter out there. To me, I get back to the guy like that. Who's making plays at linebacker?
1: Yeah, Warner, Fred Warner,
0: Quan Alexander. The, this know, like, team. The, the, do you remember when they're peak? I mean, they can't. had they had two guys that just well. Would they average about thirty five tackles a game between the two of them? And they just yeah, like
2: played hundred snaps.
0: And between those thirty five to forty tackles, how many of them did you feel like ninety percent? Well, and it goes back to what Jesus. he said about
2: the pass rush. How many plays didn't happen just because teams were avoiding them too? You couldn't really avoid them, but
0: well, I mean that's the best case, right? When you have like the Harbaugh nine or defenses, every units, every level, you're you're def- your fucked. What are you gonna do?
2: Can uh, uh, what do you think of Jimmy? What do you think of Jimmy? I mean, I brace. say it
0: over and over. I think he, He's just he's a stud. I mean, he's the real deal. He just got to stay healthy, and that's just the. It's impossible to like. We
2: could talk all day. I don't know. I came in with a with a, a hope or at least a theory on him, and my theory was that because he has a knee brace, he might run. He might do stuff out of the pocket less. And then watch him today. I know they're not doing he – he's not doing, like, rollouts. And they're doing some things to try and protect him. But I don't think he's going to play any differently because he's I think you are race. who you are by the time yeah. you're
0: in your mid-20s. Because I think that's – it's not like they coach that out of him. Just watching
2: him move today. I think he feels like – he looks to me like he's moving well. So I bet he feels but like he But think
0: can. about this. Like, his first four years, when he was around the GOAT and McDaniels and the other GOAT, the quarterback – now, not like Tom was probably helping him that much – but I bet Bill and Josh constantly said, to it, like, that's one of your biggest strengths, right? The one thing in New England, they try to get what you do well, they want you to do more of it. Because you, if you're a good player and what you do well is really good, you, you're going to beat your opponent more times than not. So it would be like, wouldn't it do, do him a disservice if he played like Philip Rivers or Peyton Manning? Like, that's not his game. Now, to me, though, the question is, well, I, I think there's a difference of, you can scramble behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah. You've got to be smart about yeah. it. Like, you can't. He tried to run over a defender. I mean, that was insane. Like the Miami one in New England when he got tossed to the. His two major injuries in, in the pros, I mean, the two times he's been hurt, have both happened outside the pocket. One was a little bit freaky, kind of got slammed. The other one, I would imagine if he was sitting here right here, like I, I was idiotic. I should have just ran out of bounds. Like he lowered his shoulder. That was crazy. You stayed in. You Think about this. The two in. times I've seen quarterbacks in this area do that. Derek tried to stiff arm Pac-Man Jones, mm-hmm. broke his thumb or jammed it. Jimmy Torres ACL. Like you are not going to It's not a fair fight. Well, One, you're not Colin.
2: You, First of all, you're not Colin. Right. But but the even runner.
0: But even Colin, like in his peak, he was all he was never he was always That's avoiding true. guys. Like it, you're not gonna win that game because that guy, it'd be like if you haven't eaten in five days and you finally see that, like a quarterback, uh, these defenders don't ever get to touch that guy. Well, and all day they're getting screamed at, we got to get the quarterback. We gotta get, And then you finally get to touch him. Honestly, isn't it kind of crazy that more quarterbacks don't get knocked out? But you do think about how many guys just slide,
2: slide, slide, slide. Like a lot Avoid of guys. It at all costs. At all costs. Uh, Have
0: you, it, I don't really remember Jimmy sliding that much.
2: I feel like I haven't even seen. I mean, I. <laughs> I know. Um, so I've had two waters, I've had two iced teas and a bottle of water. Do you think we can take a pee break? Yeah, you got a pee? Yeah, bad. How you doing over there? I mean, I'm good. It hurts me just to sit (laughs) up. Okay, stand by. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand.